Okay. Hey, Angela, how are you doing? Good evening. Hi, I'm doing good. Yeah, so um, I got to know you actually, uh, I think in 2018, you came to my school when I was trying to, to set up a kind of micro school. Yes. Uh, yeah, and thank you. You, you actually gave me uh, many things. Uh, I tried. And, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you moved to, um, when did you move to uh, Terre Haute? Uh, I live south of Terre Haute in Sullivan. I moved here in, in 19. Oh, okay. So just a year later. Yeah. After we met. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. And did, uh, when do you start teach in the pre-K? I've been doing it pretty much since I was 18. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So I had, I've, I've had the, uh, a licensed accredited daycare for many years mm -hmm. and in Sunday schools as a, uh, the director of the Sunday schools at different churches. Mm -hmm. um, and then, uh, went back to college and got, uh, early, sorry, my dogs are being silly, um, <laughs> an early, uh, education degree. And I worked at Head Start a couple of different times right. over the years as a long-term sub. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and you actually, um, uh, quit teaching for several years, right? Yes. Uh-huh. I've, I've been, I, uh, been a substitute teacher. Then when I moved out here, I quit substitute teaching and just focused on, um, guys quit. <laughs> um, if you saw them, they're horses, they're not dogs. Um, oh, well, once over 230 pounds here, I'll turn you around quickly. Oh boy, <laughs> that's a big one. <laughs> yeah, they're they're like they they're wanting to play. Um, yeah. Anyway, I uh, was focusing on real estate mm -hmm. uh, full time, and then um, when COVID hit, I didn't want to be in the classroom and force masks on on children. Um, I didn't feel comfortable mm -hmm. doing that. So yeah. I haven't, I, I just recently got back into substitute teaching because the school corporation out here lifted the, the mask mandate. Okay. And then um, the Head Start school contacted me and mm -hmm. then I didn't realize that they, that they had masks on the kids. Oh, okay. Uh, so I thought I would stick it out for a while but um, they were putting cloth masks on the kids for the whole week. Mm. Um, and th they weren't being laundered. And so I was giving the children disposable masks. And okay. I guess that gets you into trouble because they're trying to keep the bottom dollar oh, wow. down. Um, but out of the 20 students, eight or nine students would be out sick with some type of respiratory uh, virus or uh, sinus infection or throat infection. And I felt like it, it was mask related okay. uh, because at the, the public school out here, the kids didn't have to wear a mask and kids aren't getting sick. Okay. But out of the 20 students, it was pretty much 50% of all the kids were out all the time. How, how old are the, the kids? 
three, four, and five. Three, four, and five. Most and most of them are the 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 majority of the students were age four. Okay. Um, but and so so re they really don't understand. I mean, how how to wear a mask, right? No, um, most of them would spend the day licking it, so oh, they would wow. have a wet spot. Right. So I would take the cloth mask off and then um, wash it and then hang it up in their cubby. I was hand washing it mm -hmm. um, with uh, just soap and then wringing right. it out. But then I would give them a cloth mask for the rest okay. of the day. Okay. Um, the, the kids preferred the cloth mask to the, um, the paper ones because the paper ones were itchy. Right, right. And they spent a lot of time touching them, which... Mm -hmm. It didn't make sense because they had the mask on the students during the parts of the day that the students were further apart when they were doing their free play mm. or uh, doing their lessons. But then we took the mask off them when they ate and we were bunched up really close together at a, at a dinner table oh, wow. because we family style. So that didn't make sense. And oh, so then, yeah. And then the, other the purpose. Day, yeah. It, 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 yeah, it defeated the purpose. So for about two meals, breakfast and lunch, um, about an hour's time frame, we're sitting eight people to a table. Oh, wow. But while they're running around, the not running, but, you know, yeah, yeah. Kind of different stations. And when we're doing our, our group time and our, and our writing and things like that, we're five to six feet apart at all times. So it just didn't, it didn't make sense. Right, right, right. And then um, the toys and things, they weren't sterilized between use, but they weren't allowed to share markers. Uh, the, 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 if they were caught sharing their markers, we had to take their markers and disinfect it. But the Legos and the puzzles, oh. they were using them and it just it just didn't make sense. And I'm expected to teach the kids. This is how we're supposed to do it when it doesn't make sense to me. And then um, during our morning circle time, one of the there's like a song that goes to farmer and then Dell and it's promoting wearing mask. Mm. It's, uh, and then the other thing is, is uh, they show pictures of monsters, like kind of like the Sesame street monsters, right, right. but with angry faces. And those are the people without the masks. Oh, but wow. then the, 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 the monsters with the happy eyes yeah. had the mask on. Oh. And I just thought this is just not nice because we're, we're teaching young people to be afraid of or look badly on right. people not wearing masks wow and that to me it's at that young age we're supposed to teach them to be kind and and right right yeah. other people um so it I, didn't right. make sense to me right so at this such young age they are they are learning. They are learning how to separate people into two groups. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the people with masks are good ones, and people without masks are the bad ones. And that mm -hmm. is not not right. No, and I refused to do that when I when they were telling me that I need to do that. Mm -hmm. I didn't do that. So okay. you, you you get that look from your 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 supervisor, and then you get you know the. 
the shame on you. You right. really need to, you know, go over that. You need it. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't feel comfortable right, um, right, right. doing that because I'm teaching discrimination. Right. That's so, how I felt like it was. Yeah. And uh, what is a head start school? Hmm? What is a Head Start school? And you say- a Head Start school is uh, government funded. Um, it's just a short period of time. It's it's not considered to be a daycare because mm-hmm. it's only in operation four days a week. Okay. Uh, the fifth day is like a teacher in service. Um, okay. It's at uh, poverty level. Uh, the parents are you know at you know very low poverty level. Um, okay. There's only 20 students per class, and um, in the area out here, there's only two two classes. We're not even a full facility. The full facilities have younger students too. Okay. They have, um, but the goal is is to get them ready for kindergarten. Okay. Um, they follow, which I like there's a lot of things that they follow, which is traditional education. Mm-hmm. They have the different benchmarks and um, you're basically getting the student's portfolio together. So each student um, has certain, um, we have certain criteria that we have to do observations on. Okay. And then we log those <clears throat> observations uh, of the students and then we collect samples of their like their writing and their speech and um we connect um, the 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 children and the parents with the right resources Mm -hmm. Uh, and also we um, do in-home um interviews with the parents and we learn things um like the family dynamics so we can also help them um a lot of it is uh like education like teaching them how to brush teeth and snacks healthy food introducing the the parents to teaching the children responsibilities like helping them have age-appropriate chores and um positive reinforcement um teaching the children and the parents how to handle emotions through um I'm drawing a blank, but yeah. basically teaching them um, stress. So, you know, like the balloon, like when you get stressed, you. Oh, okay. And then oh, you see. let it out, you know, yeah. and then um, so it's kind of um, meditation. Right. The but without talking. Of, right. Yes. And you're, you're teaching them relaxing techniques and um, I'm drawing a blank on it. But anyway, we're teaching them really good things and then connecting them with resources right um what i did notice and and looking in the children's files um and then doing on uh, like a quick search on that during the masking of the young children um speech therapy requirements have gone up almost 300 percent for oh, right. children under the age of um, second grade, second grade and down. So at the very formative parts where they're learning speech. And I noticed that a lot of the three-year-olds and four-year-olds, they have never really been in a school environment or a daycare setting where there hasn't been masks. So their speech 
it kind of reminds me of when I used to volunteer with the uh, deaf school, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the people yeah, that okay. were, you know, grew up without ever hearing mm-hmm. speech and listening to them talk. Um, Patty, Patty Spidler, you remember her? She used to be on the news. Okay. Kind of, there's a certain speech that p- people with hearing impairment have, and you can kind of pick up on it. Right. Um, I noticed that in a lot of the students. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the one- there are two and a half weeks. I couldn't do it. I just right. couldn't do it. So, so you you worked there for two and a half weeks, mm-hmm. and you quit. And uh, what actually made you quit? What anything specific? The, the tip of the iceberg was uh, a book, and it was the real story of the three little pigs. Right. It's called the real story. Yeah. Yes. And it is, um, as an adult, I like murder mysteries and science fiction and, you know, light, scary stories. And this is kind of like something you would expect Stephen King to write, um, <laughs> you, you know, um, yeah. but for little kids. But I was it was in the lesson plan and I was supposed to have read it um, every day for the, the time that I was there. But the first day that I was there, when I started reading it, I had not had the opportunity to read it before I was handed the book. And as I was reading it, I, I'm, I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot do this. So I ad-libbed the rest of the book. Mm-hmm. And then I, I um, took the book home and then read it and then looked up a video and mm-hmm. then downloaded the slides of the book so right, I could right. take the book back to the school. Uh-huh. But basically, uh, it was the lesson plan that was going with it that um, disturbed me, I would say the most, because first of all, the wolf didn't have sugar. So right. he went out instead of going to the store and buying some, right. he went and knocked on the door, right. but he had an, a cold or something. Right, so right. He didn't cover his nose and he sneezed right. and it knocked the pig's house down. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of saying, I'm sorry, or anything like that, he realized that the pig was dead. So he ate him. Right. Instead of feeling sorry about it, he no. blamed it on the stupid pig. He actually right. uses the words and phrases yeah. like it's the stupid pig's fault. Right. Instead of learning from his mistake and stopping. Right. He then goes to another pig's house, repeats the same mistake, kills that pig, eats it, is happy that he's full. And then gets mad at the third brother when he goes to his house and can't understand why people are mad at him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the whole the whole thing is is they're actually talking about if you if you go online and then actually search lesson plan for this story, they want you to um, write letters to people in prison. Um, they want you to write a letter to the, to this wolf and and feel sorry for him because he, you know he was put in jail right and, and um I, I it's like yeah he's in jail he killed two pigs and ate them mm-hmm. and if you look up the laws it's like that's like mishandling a corpse you know <laughs> you know it's just it was just it, it, how do you Wow. One, when I was in school, if you hurt somebody, you said, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, if you accidentally killed somebody, you don't blame them. You right. know, 
victim blaming. It was just. Yeah. And and, I, yeah. I, 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 around it. Right. I'll, I watched the video you shared with me. It's basically the wolf is basically uh, saying like, I just need to borrow some sugar. And yeah. those people has lots of sugar and they didn't. Give it to they, me. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't, they didn't lend to me. And it makes it like he has, you know, <laughs> entitlement entitlement there. And yeah. also later on, like uh, uh, police came and get him into jail and all that. And it's kind of like the police didn't understand what's going on. So they just put me into jail. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's totally, I mean, in a way it's aligns with this uh, critical risk theory, the, the yes. ideology, right? It's always like, okay, I mean, um, you guys I mean live in a big house and you have more things than I do. So therefore I'm entitled to take some from you. And uh, then you didn't, you didn't give to me. And, uh, and mm-hmm. then, like, then I got in trouble and police came and police arrest me and all that. It's just like, wow. Yeah, yeah it, it, it was... It, that's how I took it too, is that he would, the pig wouldn't have died if, if they would have just gave him the sugar. Right. Yeah. And the pig well, and would also, have died if the house was built better. Right. Right. You know, it, it's, I yeah, just, it's a, it's a, you know, ways uh, the mindset of the anti, 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 the Black Lives yes, Matter people. Yes. They just yeah. have a riots because people there have a, lived in a better house than you are so therefore you, you are entitled to destroy that and he never felt any remorse that's the thing no, that's that's the thing that bothered me it's like right. you know, for one it's like just because when i was trying when i what i was taught and what i try to treat treat the teach the kids is just because you ask somebody for something right. it doesn't mean that they have to give it to you right yeah there's healthy boundaries there's like you know you worked really hard for that car just because somebody comes out and says give it to me right you don't have to give it right um, you know your parents send you to your classroom with your markers and your color crayons just because a classmate says can i have mm-hmm. you you have the right to say no you may not right, right. um and, and, and the teacher child that saying no is bad. That just, right. it opens it up to so much more. Right, you know? right. Um, yeah. It, 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 a child should be allowed to say no. Right, because, uh, you know, there is a, in this nation, country, we still respect private property, right? Yes. You cannot just go and take it away. But that whole thing is really come from, uh, <clears throat> Marxist ideology, right? All of it. It's like you are not entitled to your own thing uh-uh. because you have more than I do. I don't have sugar, so therefore, you need to give me sugar. Right. It's like you could go to the store. You could go to the food pantry. That's right. what the food pantry is for. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and and they they you know you just go in. They don't even ask you anymore. If right. You right. Have right. Proof of funds. You just go to a food pantry. Well, the thing is, I mean, now we do have a lot of people in America, they have this entitlement mindset. Mm-hmm. They just like, you have a gift to me. Right. I mean, even though, you know, just because you have it, right? 
Right. And I've heard some of the leaders like in California or New York, one of the, the ladies when the riots were going on, um, I can't remember her name, but she had made the comment. I'm sure if we searched it, we could find it, but it's not theft if it's insured. Do you, I don't know if you remember that, but no. it, she's, she was talking about, oh, it's really not theft mm. if it's insured. Right, right, and right. then they let, and so these companies that were in um, New York, um, they had like the CVS and things like that. Anything under $950, they weren't prosecuting right. people because the property is insured. So therefore it's not theft. But a lot of these companies that were there, like the Louis Vuitton and um, car things and CVSs, and um, they just had to shut their doors right. because they couldn't yeah. afford. Because every time you have an occurrence, you have a deductible. Right, right. You know, and you have too many claims. Guess what your insurance company does? Right, right. You just cannot run a business like that. Right. Yeah. And there is a... Uh, a lot of stores closed because of that. Right. And it really hurt the, the, you know, the poor community. Right. And now they don't have any stores to serve them. No. And nobody, nobody dares to open store in that neighborhood now. No, because yeah. uh, there, there's no support. Right. It's okay to take because it's not a crime if they're insured. And that's not a message that we should be teaching young no, people. No, no, no. I mean, someone has to pay for it, right? Yeah, somebody uh, pays for it. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's just like, you cannot have it because, yeah. But that's the mindset for mm -hmm. communists. Communists right. is that because I'm a poor, so I'm entitled to take it from the rich. Right. It's always like that. It's like right. they don't. Yeah. And somehow and Robin Hood tried to do that, like in, in the, you know, Robin Hood, the right, right. Disney show and everything. Um, I remember having an issue with that, with 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 my kids watching that, because, uh, yeah, there's a time that you should do an uprising and stand up against tyranny or, or whatever. But they were just flat out stealing from right, people. Right, right. You know, well, like uh, if you watch the Robinson, the 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 at least original story, mm -hmm. it's uh, it's really about uh, it's about the government took money from the taxpayers, and mm -hmm. the Robinson, uh, you know, Robin Hood is is take that from the government and return back to the taxpayers, right? It's like their thing, right? It's not you trying to steal someone's money and give to people who never earned it, earned it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that when you're little kids and you watch that, they mm. don't understand that that concept. And right. it's like that was a big concept. I mean, that's something that a college student might understand, but you know, right, right, right. Little, the young people like, especially. The little people yeah. they don't understand it. Yeah, they definitely and also confusing those little ones because you know, the title of the book is called The Real Story, the true story. Three right. Points, right. Yes. And now that basically saying everything they learned before. It's wrong. Yeah. So which send the message that their parents lied to them. Mm -hmm. And so if parents lied to them about three little pigs, what else they didn't lie to them? Right. So it's really kind of put the kids against their fam, their parents. And now the only thing they can trust is the teachers. Right. Right. And that is very bad, you know, really bad uh, a situation to be in. 
And this actually kind of remind me like when I was in China during Cultural Revolution, that's basically the message. We go to school and that's what we learn mm-hmm. is that everything the teachers said uh, are true. And if there is a uh, contradiction between what our parents said and teachers said, then our parents must be wrong. Right. Because that's something we hear, right? Mm-hmm. And that's just very bad. Very bad. It caused a lot of, you know, uh, conflicts uh, in families. But that's basically what communists does. Right. That's, that they want to break the uh, family. Uh, they want to break the institution of families. Right. There are there's other issues with schools, too. Um, I have a friend um, that lost custody of her child because the school, the child's um, middle school, mm-hmm. like eighth grade, um, the school convinced the child that she didn't know she was gay, but really <sighs> is gay. And started um, sending the child to um, medical procedures without without the parents' consent or knowledge. And they were actually providing transportation for this child to go to this clinic. The school, um, it's in Indianapolis. Okay. Uh, I'll try to get an interview with, with her to t- tell it in more detail, but you can search it. It's happened to other people, wow. but the child was given hormone suppression um, in the process of getting a legal name change um, from one gender to the other. Um, uh, diagnosed the child as uh, gender dysphoric and therefore the only remedy is um, a sexual um, reassignment. Um, and that's why the hormone therapy, then the counseling, the name change. And then when the child um, gets to a certain level with the hormones, then they can do a physical no. surgery. Yes. That's um, really the child yes. abuse. But when the, right. But when the mom refused to call the child by the pronoun mm-hmm. and by the new name, right. Um, DCS was called in and they considered that child abuse and neglect and they did an emergency custody order, took the child away from her and placed the child with um, the other parent. And she had to fight to be able to get visitation rights with the child. I kid you not. Um, But hers isn't the only one. Um, Once I became aware of that, I noticed that um, there was a law that was passed. I don't know the exact number, but when you turn 11, mm-hmm. um, you can deny your parents, um, access to your medical records and you, and they will, the school will appoint a advocate for you. They can, oh. and your insurance company will coordinate with them. And to pay your ins- the medical insurance on it, the parent is kept in the dark, but you have to pay that your you as the parent is still um you have to pay for it, right? Financially responsible oh. and it's coordinated with the insurance, but the insurance in the school system is allowed to do this. Oh, this um, is wrong. Yes. And then Indiana has also stuck something else in there that um children 
um, can get vaccinated without the parent's consent. Um, that actually happened to me when I was younger. Um, uh, in 76, when they did the swine flu uh -huh. thing, the school had a shock clinic and I was one of the students and I'd already told them that I was already vaccinated through uh -huh. the military base because okay. For us to go on the military base, we had to have proof of vaccination because, oh, okay. um, you know, being in, in the military. So I had already had the, the swine flu vaccine right. to be able to go to Fort Benjamin Harrison. Oh. But the school went ahead and vaccinated me again. But because I was vaccinated too soon, too quick, oh. I actually had a bad reaction and I still have issues with my heart as a result of it. Wow. But Indiana has always had... Um, the ability to have, when you sign that paper at the beginning of the school year, which allows for hearing tests and scoliosis. And um, I think they do eye tests and hearing tests. Um, there's also something that slipped in there that they can also pro provide medical to your student without really your consent, because you sign that form for those type of um, tests to be done. So um, uh, that's something that I'm worried about because they're also, um, they're basically, you touched on it. That's why I'm like off on a team. Right, right. No, that's good. Uh, yeah. the, the, what the schools are, 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 are telling the student that at 11, you can um, shut your parents out of your medical decisions altogether, but your parents still have to pay for it. That's so wrong. Yeah. So that at, at age 11, um, oh. at, at 11, they don't know how to make decisions uh, and no. things like that for no, forever. No. Right. Um, so, um, you know. And also if, if something wrong, I mean, something bad thing happened to the child, school are not held accountable. Right. The parents has to deal with it. Right. They, 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 they appointed a third party, whatever. There's like a, a legal name that they gave them, but that person can call your insurance company and get into your benefits oh, to so have wrong. your child covered, but you're going to be financially. What, what concerns me, I mean, you know, yeah, the moral part of it, but the other is the, the financial liability. Right. Because what happens if that that parent is paycheck to paycheck because they're you know but they have insurance and let's say the out of pocket's like six thousand right. dollars or the medicine is this or that right how are they going to afford it you can't make financial decisions for another person no no it's wrong yeah you know, it's, on, on on all different kinds of levels and, well, if, and, if and, still if the school going to pay for it then there the school's a, not paying for right, it. Right, but the school is not even paying for it. So they actually uh, put the parents into such a financial hardship uh, without yeah. their without their consent. And then if the parent objects to it, they're considered abusive and neglectful. And then DCS comes, takes the child away, yeah. and then the child becomes a ward of the state. Right, right. This is wrong. Yeah. So there's, there's just... Uh, it, I'm so glad I have grandchildren now, uh -huh. um, but the small school out here doesn't have as many of the problems as a lot of the schools in Indianapolis. Right, right. Yeah, city. Indianapolis, inner city. And, 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 center, yeah. and center Grove. Center Grove's starting to head down a path that I'm not happy with. Oh, really? 
Yeah. And I have friends that are on the, the, the school board and they're, they're starting to have some of that inner city CRT try to sneak right, right. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know they're trying to keep it out. There's a large group of teachers and body that are trying to keep it out, but you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's coming out. So if yeah. it, it gets in the center grove, you know, um, I, I heard Morrisville has um, gender neutral bathrooms, <sighs> you know, and so that's, you know, it's moving out of the inner city and into urban places. I mean, uh, uh, in some, in some way, I, uh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's, it's just, hard, yeah, it's hard to believe. I mean, those those things are going on, and mm-hmm. uh, and the, once your children are over eleven, then the school became, you know, the custodian. Basically, telling that child, you get to make all your decisions. We can legally shut your parent out. Right. right. You know, you get to make decisions for your body and on your parents' time, and you know, basically. Yeah, and, and also, like, yeah, and also when you take hormone, uh, mm-hmm. those kind of medications that increase the chance to get cancer later on. Mm-hmm. And that has been, growth. yeah, it, it, it just basically makes them and sense their growth. Right, right, and also now they're going to do some physical sex change, then that's even worse. Right. You wow. have to be 18 to get a tattoo. Right. You yeah. have to be 21 to have smoke a cigarette. Right. And 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 to drink alcohol. I'm not advocating those things. Right. But at but 11, the- you can decide <laughs> if you wanted to if you want to change from a boy to a girl or a girl to a boy or if you want to go on birth control or if you want to get um, vaccinations right, or, right. Or, you know, to prevent sexually transmitted diseases yeah. that, um, you know, might cause death. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, 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 I think those are bigger decisions than smoking a cigarette. Right. Right. And tattoo or and drinking alcohol. Exactly. Exactly. No, uh, I'm not, I'm not advocating them, but I'm just, I, I understand. That, yeah. I just that think is, that, you know, it's like, why can one be 21, right, right. one be 18 and then 11? Wow. <laughs> you know, th- those are, it, those decisions should be made up here right. at, a, between 18 and 21, right. not 11. Yeah. Well, at least in a way you need to have consent of the parents, right? Right. At least. And now this is basically they took over parents' rights. Right. Uh, 11-year-olds are not mature enough to handle their sexuality. I, no, I, no, no. Even, even no, like they, even 16, 18 years old are still not no. really. Yeah, wow. yeah it's, it's just, um, but the, the thing that scares me the most is there, there are certain cultures that think that getting married and, and, and having babies at 11 is so socially acceptable um like in in some of the muslim faiths and Mm -hmm. things like that and my thought is is this to to cater to those um type of 
religions and ideologies or is it something bigger and more sinister i don't know i just i just think 11 is too young to be married and having sex and thinking about having babies or changing their gender they should be playing you know right i mean there is a still wow we we expose those to them the kids i mean even at the kindergarten level kindergarten level right so Oh, they're talking about that and yeah, preparing them, you know, I mean, there's a difference between preparing your kids for, you know, if somebody touches you in your area, you know, let me know it's, it's, you know, good touch, bad touch. There's, there's a big difference between that and, you know, well, you might be gay. Right. (laughs) It's a big difference. Well, and they are really, I think is at least in elementary schools, they, they have books there to show you how to have those gay relationships. Yeah, and then self-pleasuring. Right. Yeah, I, I saw one of those books. It's like, um, why are we teaching first and second graders how to masturbate? Well, this yeah. is really... With really... actual pictures. And right. it's like, you know, little kids at that age, you know, talking about farts and pooping and, and potting is funny to them. This right. is like, it, it, it's, it's too much. Right. I think really, yeah, it's really trying to destroy those kids. Mm-hmm. Definitely that there's the evil force behind it. Right. I mean, from all, I mean, everything I know that I heard, they are really trying to ruin those kids. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. now the kids cannot read and cannot write cannot you know do math but they know different ways of having sex yeah it's just like wrong this is so wrong right yeah i didn't mean to take it down that that way it's just that that book just it just triggered a whole bunch in my mind about it's Mm. like it it you know it it just it just i can't i can't be in a school system anymore i can't what did did you get in trouble for for not they were not happy with it i was told you need to read that book you need to present that book that book is part of the lesson plan you have to you know and then um we're gonna take points off of your review you know you're still on probation i see um Wow. And I, I'm like, I don't need the conflict. Wow. And right. I'm I'm not gonna do something that I feel I wouldn't want to teach to my kids right. what I wouldn't want taught to mine by somebody else. Right, right. Uh, because I don't I don't think it's wholesome. I no, don't think no. that it it it's helping them prepare prepare them to be a, a good citizen. Not at all. Yeah. Um, you know, um, you know, yeah, if you need sugar, you, you, you knock on the door, you ask the neighbor. Right. You know? And ask them nicely, right? If they don't give to you, then you like, say you. thank you and turn and away. And when you sneeze, you cover your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here we are teaching these kids to right. wear a mask right. in a pandemic, right. but the wolf is allowed to sneeze on a right. person's, uh, on a pig's house. Right. And he did <laughs> twice, right? Right. It's not like he just did one. No, three times because he did it yeah. on the brick one. The but third the one that fall down. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's break <laughs> and so then broke down. And then the police came and arrested him. Yeah. And so yeah. basically saying, hey, kids, all you hear are, are lies. Here's a true yeah. story. 
yeah yeah no so you- i don't know it's like i chuckle because it's 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 too unbelievable it's almost like a comedy sketch um right. you know it's just what well, if i if i did not know you actually uh was you are required to to teach that book i wouldn't believe you know i wouldn't yeah. believe anyone tell me that it's just like it's, it's incredible right because you can you can the, the they post the thing is is anyone that is in a head start program they wouldn't let me take um that the, they locked me out of the the login oh. and um but the thing is, is they make those lesson plans public in the, in, in the, the room. So, uh, and they're sent home with, with the parents. So there's proof out there. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And uh, the, the Head Start schools, are they private owned? I public. It's, it's okay. public. Okay. Um, it is um, um, public. Okay. Uh, most of them, the teachers are in a union, um, but not all of them. The teachers are in the union, okay. um, but it, it, it's it's federal funded. Um, that's why we have to do. That's why the lesson plan has to be approved through, uh, okay. and and um, the, the food is provided through the USDA program, so the food has to be logged. Um, and because it's government dollars, that's why they have the, the mask because right, 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 the same right. as on the school bus because the, the okay. federal whatever. Yeah, because um, there is a money and there is a string attached to the federal money. Right, right. Yeah, the answer fund, yeah. Wow. And then, yeah, everything, it, it, there's a lot of extra paperwork and, and things right, because right. of it being a federal program. Wow. Um, it is um, the, like Planned Parenthood um, it is federal. Uh, it, it, it's ruled kind of um, through, and then they have um, PACE is another one. Uh, uh, right. the energy assistance um, program. It, Head Start is right in that um, group, like WIC. Um, yeah. It's it's um, governed by the same right right the same um, group yeah and and so far I mean based on the uh, history the based on the record they are not really doing a good job of helping those poor I mean poor families or kids from poor families right really yeah I think they are even just make it worse it, it's it's the kind of you. Now, 10 years ago, when I was in the Head Start, it, it's different. Right. It's different. I mean, different. Thing, yeah, things actually take a nose dive just in the past 10 years. And then the thing is, is what it made me notice is like when the last time I taught in a Head Start school was in 2015. Mm. And then to be out of that for so long and then right. come in at 2021, what, six years later? Right. You see the big difference. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah. It's like, it, but the thing is, is the people that have been in it, the different, the, the changes right, right, right. subtle. To them, it's a gradual. Yeah. It's a gradual. So you right. don't, you don't really notice the, yeah. the, the, the difference. But right. um, I don't know if I'm getting cranky because of my old age. 
<laughs> no, you're not. You mean that's giving you way like uh, I have similar experience. When I start teaching, I find I find that many things are not acceptable, but people in it to them the change is gradual, so they don't feel they don't see it. Right. It's kind of like when you jump into a jacuzzi, right? It's going to be very hot. Very hot. <laughs> but people yeah. in it, they they get used to it. Yeah, like the frog. They always have that right. frog analogy right. of yeah. the frog in the cup yeah. of water, and then you boil it. Right. And then the gradually, right. they realize, yeah, it's too late. Right. Yeah. It, it's, I just don't, yeah. I don't get it. Right. Um, well, well, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure we're going to talk more uh, okay. uh, in the future. Uh, and now I'm also going to interview your friend uh, I yeah. think next week. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. Right. And, and I don't mean to be a negative Nelly. No, 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 no. When we, that we, happened, it's just, right. well, I can't be quiet about it. Right. Parents need to know. That's the thing. I mean, I know a lot of teachers know the truth, but they are afraid to talk mm -hmm. because they still want to keep their job or they want to, you know, have their retirement. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So, but we need to. Right. But we need to have teachers to speak out. Right. Because parents need to know, I mean, otherwise they won't know the truth. Right. And, and yeah. it's sad that they, that, that they put people in the position. Right. I, you know, back when, when my mom, my mom was a teacher right. quickly, my mom was a teacher and I used to go to the classroom with her yeah. um, and help her, you know, I'd help her with the prep time or whatever. Right, right. And um, I remember when she got her license, cause she, she went after my dad passed away. And so, you know, as a widow and she went and got her license and everything. The teacher owned the classroom. Right. The curriculum, you yeah. know, had to follow certain guidelines, but the teacher created right. a curriculum and was able to teach the students based on each child's individual learning needs right. and they were able to adapt right. uh, the lesson plans to accommodate right. as a community that's now it's no no it's have to adapt to the lesson right and now no more individualism um you're a cookie cutter right. you're a parrot right you can so actually memorize and repeat right. memorize and repeat yep. and um i'm noticing that when you go to the the grocery store or the gas station or a fast food um and a young person is is there they don't know how to problem solve on their feet no, they never learn that skill. Yeah, they don't. They don't know it. Um, yeah. And then, you know, you give them five dollars and a penny because you don't want ninety nine cents right, right, right. change, and they look at you like I don't. Right. It's not they're stupid. They've just never, never been never. allowed right. to make decisions. Right. They just had to memorize things. Right. They just follow follow everything follow right and my daughter yeah. i don't want to embarrass her if she ever watches this but my daughter is in that age group too but i didn't teach them that way they i told them to go to school and just do what you need to do to to get the grade mm -hmm. but we supplemented at home right right, right. you know and yeah. then um she would speak out in, in school and right. And I made them fill out their own forms and, and things like that. So they they had things were different 
but she's now a manager mm. and she has to manage people that didn't have she goes mom you made us work you made us struggle you made us think yeah. you made us do things and then to to be a manager of the people that are her right. age that never they, they just parroted Remember, yeah. they got good grades they just right. parroted their way she says mom you, you they can't problem solve unless right. they have a flow chart or right. you have uh, to tell them exactly what you need to do yeah Right. And, and they, she said, mom, they'll get the deer in the head. I look. And I'm like, <laughs> that, that scares me. Right. That, that scares me. Um, yeah. That's why I, I'm, I, I really was really, when I found out you were trying to do your school, mm. that's why I was really supportive of, of he's trying to be. Yeah. I, I get <laughs> he wants, he wants to be part of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah they, they okay yeah you you want to have your mom back i know okay that chaos <laughs> it's well, when it gets dark they want to they know it's mom's done working right uh, well uh, i'll see you uh sometime okay all right yeah <laughs> bye bye